Wait, spirit is nothing more than a person without a body, so they have to have a body to inhabit. You know, and they come from somewhere that you can't see. And the spirit world is real, more real than people can imagine. They have to have a flesh to fulfill their perverted, wicked, nefarious perversities of life. Everybody's looking for their spiritual guide. Everybody's trying to connect with the spiritual realm. While at the same time, the church simply says miracles don't exist, angels don't exist, demons don't exist. My friend, something is wrong. The number one demon that needs to be cast out of the church is the demon of religion. You're sleeping with somebody outside of marriage. You're lusting. You're watching porn. You're beating your wife when nobody's looking. You come to church looking all great and stuff, walking around. But you were just out there yelling at your wife, calling her a B word and all that stuff. And some of you, no offense, but you're in here now. And you ain't manifested yet because you refuse to repent and lose your dignity. He's raising up ministries that's going to kick the door in and tell the devil, let my people go. Redemption and salvation is for the lost. Deliverance is to set the captives free. Deliverance is for the people of God. Deliverance is for the church. I thought I was clairvoyant. I did tarot cards. I'm talking the new age thing. I had psychic friends. I thought I was psychic. I'm here to call this culture to Jesus Christ and cast out demons. Because these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. Welcome to the Wednesday Night Live house party here, man. It is so good to be live with you again. No flow, where you at? No flow, where you at? I'm right here, man. No I'm flow. here in the moment, in the time, right now. 
Man, how y'all feeling about a little mix down? Do your wiki wiki thing. Yeah, one little wiki wiki, it's a little wiki. How you feeling about that? I need some more wiki. You know what I need? What you need? I need more wiki. <laughs> oh, having a good There's time. only one cure for this thing, and it's more wiki. More wiki, wiki, wiki. Oh my gosh, guys, I hope you guys are ready for two hours. Nothing but house party fun, man. I'm so excited to be on live right now. I really am. Woo! It is awesome, bro. Oh, 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 my goodness. Let's throw some more pyro in there. And you're going to be hosted by the one and only. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! We them boys! We them boys, the five of them boys, the five of them boys. Hello, we them boys. Hold on, hold on. We them boys, the five of them boys. Hosting this thing, noise on. With your one and only, your boy, Blue. Yeah. I'm going to be the motivation. I'm going to be the motivation. Hard work and dedication. I'm going to be the motivation. I'm going to be the motivation. Let them talk, let them hate y'all. Domination. I'm going to be the motivation. Hard work and dedication. You ready for no flow? Yeah, let's hear it, man. No flow. DJ, no flow. Passing up, straight to the top. Got the guts, got the glory. What the distance? Just a man. That's right. What do we got? What do we got? We die tiger, baby. It's a thrill of the fight. That's right. It's getting in there, man. Getting dirty. Getting down. That's right. Fighting. Fighting like a dog there. That's the thrill of it, man. Of the tiger. That's right. Here goes. We're ready. I pity the fool. What's your prediction for the fight? Prediction? Pain. Agony. We're going to deliver. I happy to beat up on him some more. Give me some more. <laughs> Man, if you ain't have the eye of the tiger, I don't know what you got, bro. You know what you need to get? What's that? I'll tell you what you need to get. You need to get a... You need to go ahead and get a Mr. T. Shut up, fool. I pity, there. I pity the fool. No, you, you got to get that, Mr. T. Shut up, fool. Shut up, fool. Remember how you used to say that all the time? Oh, shut up, fool. Yeah, yeah, that part. Yeah, man. Thank you. Welcome to the Wednesday night live house party. Man, wherever you may be, whether day, night, or evening, we thank you for tuning in to the house party hosted by the 50ST boys here live on the 21.8 Amplitude Network and live on YouTube and Facebook via TV. 
21.8 TV. Thank you for tuning in and logging in. As you can see on the screen, if you're watching it on YouTube or Facebook, welcome to the house party. You know what I'm saying? Wednesday, 7 p.m. Pacific time. Trying to talk. You keep laughing, knucklehead. Oh, I'm laughing because my microphone is dropping. Yeah, well, you may want to adjust that. Yes, I know. Okay. okay. Anyhow, <laughs> if, you're if you're tuning into us right now on our Friday or Monday Encore presentation at 7 p.m. Pacific time, thank you for tuning in here and watching us. Watch us flap our gums, bump our gums, whatever the case may be. Thank you so much for doing so. And if you're listening to us via On Demand, which is usually on Spotify, go to the website, check that out. We will be grateful because all ears are good ears. Absolutely. And umrlv.com, they're 833-586-6218. Give us a call. We want to hear from you. I got some good news for you, though. What? What you got? If you go to urbanmusicradio.com, which is our network, I have built a house party station that plays nothing but house party 24 hours a day. Thank you, Henry. Henry. Oh, man. Henry suggested it. I built it. So now there's a station on our network. This is House Party 24-7-365. Oh, wow. What? Why am I the last to know that? Because you're never reachable. You can call me at any time. You know how many return calls I get from you? Return taxes? You didn't even return today's text. You didn't text me today. I t I've sent you a message on your Facebook. Yes, I did about what's going to happen today. Don't give me that nonsense. Oh, no. I. Okay, you sent me a picture. Yeah, okay. You're right. You're right. You did text me. Okay. okay. Cool. Wisdom and patience. Yes, I know what the. Yeah. I know what it is you today. You already gave it up, huh? You already gave it up. I'm not. I'm, I'm just defending myself that I did look at your text. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't mean that I replied. This guy. He texts me though. He sends me music. Have I heard of this artist? Have I heard of that artist? Of course, man. We've been playing these guys forever. What? Where you been snoozing on losing, huh? Snoozing. KB is one of the most popular artists on this station. Where you been? I didn't know that. Snoozer. Snoozer. I didn't know that. Let's see what happened to her. I was watching wrestling, probably. Yeah, no doubt. I know. Jeez, I tell you. By the way, did you see the smack? Did you did you see the uh, uh, the SummerSlam thing? No, I, I didn't see it because I didn't pot pay for it to watch it but i did see that you don't have to pay for it to watch what you got SummerSlam. SummerSlam. you can you can you can go ahead and watch that on peacock but it cost it costs five dollars a month on peacock yeah well try to try to explain it to the one who does the finances right here <laughs> five dollars a month more i mean man i can tell you uh, okay i will make a sacrifice for you okay all right what's that what are you gonna do so miss sally can go ahead and not buy any M&Ms oh, no, 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 or no. this. What? No, 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 no. We're not sacrificing M&Ms for a $5 pay-per-view. I don't even watch it that much. That's not worth it to me. No. No. I'd rather get the news from you. Uh, okay. I, I, I was ready to sacrifice I, my M&Ms, okay, too. I look forward to getting those for you. That's actually a privilege. Uh, 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 I actually have... What? what? What's, we, we got Skittles this time. Yeah, Taste the Rainbow. Yeah, you know, the sad part is, is that I went to the dentist yesterday, and I can't eat anything like uh, well, like you, this. You, if you would have told me that. Um, well, I, you, you know. know. You don't inform me of anything. You don't tell me any news. I went to the dentist, this and that. You don't give me any 411. No skinnies here. Do you want me to send you an update every day? Well, if you're coming to the studio the next day, I would like to know about it. <laughs> Why would you want to know about my dentist? <laughs> because you eat that. 
Well, I, I normally would eat it, but I can't eat it today. Oh, good God. This guy, I'm telling you, man. I, man I, so definitely, check if you're live on our YouTube right now, man, thank you for so much tuning in. I, we, we see you there. We, we appreciate you. Definitely call in during the show. We're two hours straight with you. Call in. Um, let, me, let me change the, this thing over here to the number here. There it is. Okay, so now... On YouTube, you will see that I've changed it to our phone number, 833-586-6218, extension zero. Call in. Let us know what's going on. It would help if I turn the phone on. <laughs> Talk about being unreachable. This, yeah. This is the station's phone. You think I, you know, that's only on on Wednesdays. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, we do, we, we do have one other thing after, uh, uh, after we, we get through for everything. We do have one thing that we got to do besides what I do every, every, uh, every Wednesday. What besides else? what I want. Okay, what else do we got to do? Well, all right. We've got, we've got a third guest here today, right here in front of us oh, here. Dude, okay. This guy. So this guy always messes with, with I, him. Are we going to call him Blue Junior? Because he's blue. Apparently, that's what you said last week. Did I? Did I really? Yeah, I, you set him up and you put headphones on him, calling him Blue Junior. Oh, I forgot the headphones. But you know what? Too much weight. You knock him over. Uh, knock it. Yeah, it would. You know what? But what's, what's more important? Headphones. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Wait. Wait. We got to work this out here. Okay. I tell you. We got, we got to work it out here. Wow. How are we gonna do this? Here? I don't know. You're because those headphones right there, I think, are yours. Actually, you're using Lucille's headphones. She usually uses. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's why you're on my my third uh, my third channel. You're gonna weigh him down. He ain't gonna be able to stand up. Cause ah, you, bought, you know what? You're he, right. These boxes right. are not heavy enough for that to be the case. He's better on the microphone. At least he can say something once in a while. Uh, okay, all right. Well, he could be the third party part there. Yeah, okay, he's, so. He's a, so, so yeah. Blue Blue Junior and No Flow. Fantastic. There you go. All right, yeah. we got it. Okay, so. All right. Okay, so we got go ahead. it done. All right. So before we go any further, proclaim. All right, so let's do the proclamation right here. And I'm going to tell you, I want to read to you a scripture here. Okay, so here goes. I got my I got my King James, I, I got my um, I got my U version Bible on my phone here. All right, here goes. The deity of Jesus. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Oops. I had an, I had an amplified. Ooh. Okay. What's wrong with that? I ain't going to say nothing about it here. Yeah, they okay. already started with me. Uh, you know what? Don't even go there. Okay. You opened your mouth. <laughs> All right. Here it goes. Open your gums. Okay. KJV. Oh, dear Lord. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was nothing that was made. Okay? And without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness comprehends it not. Now, alright? Here goes on chapter, on uh, verse 14. That's John chapter 1, and this is John chapter 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory as the glory of the only begotten Son uh, of the Father, full of grace and truth. So, Jesus Christ is the Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And he came and dwelt among men. He is the light of all men. He is the light of this world. And now, because he came and dwelt in, because he came and dwelt with us there, he now lives among us, and but most importantly, there, he now lives inside of us. Mm -hmm. You see, let me let me put up just a quick picture here for you. There, 
when Jesus came the first time and he came to this earth, that wasn't the greatest miracle there. That was a step in the direction that he wanted to go because he had to die on the cross, rose from the grave, ascended to heaven, and now, because of that, he can now know them. He no only lives among us, he lives inside of us now. That's which right. was his whole purpose in the first place, was to get inside of us and become alive inside of us. So, when we, when we proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord, we are proclaiming that he lives inside of us, that he is the Lord of our soul he's the lord of our minds of our emotions of our feelings he's the lord of everything concerning us there lord of all we're not at all you get that lord of all or none of all lord of all we're not at all so we're going to go ahead and proclaim that jesus christ is lord over everything concerning us there today tomorrow the past the future and everywhere in between and always remember we're going to say that we're going to proclaim this to heaven, hell, and earth between. That Jesus is Lord. And he's the Lord over our lives. And he's the Lord over your life. And he is the one that is in control of it there. And so we proclaim that in Jesus' name. And he lives big inside of us because he's got to go ahead and show himself big through us. He lives, he comes and reveals himself to us. And then he reveals himself through us. Did you know that? I want, want to take the time right now to welcome the Holy Spirit into this studio. Welcome the Holy Spirit into the microphones, into the ears of those who are listening to us, whether you're on YouTube, Facebook, or on our radio network. Amen. All the networks that hold us, that have us live right now, every ear that this message, this show is touching, Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. Intercede. Be who you're going to be for us. We know that Jesus is Lord. We also know that nothing, even with him, is possible without you, Holy Spirit. So we ask you to be a part of this. Go into the ears of those. Intercede into the word that we speak. Because we're speaking some good stuff today on our word and our message. And be that. Make it make sense, Holy Spirit, to those who are listening and viewing. In Jesus' mighty name, by way of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. That's why we're the five OST boys because that's because the Holy Spirit is the center of everything we do. Jesus is the Savior of everything we do. God is the absolute of everything we do. That's how that works. Amen. Amen. Okay. So that being said, I want to take this time to say the studio lines are open. We're going to push the button right here, and we are open right now. You want to call into the station. You want to talk about something. You got a question about what we're talking about because I think everybody listening. Today, this evening, tonight, wherever you may be, has a struggle with what we're talking about today on the show, okay? It's a struggle with everybody. We all have to go through this. We all have to learn how to let the Holy Spirit do His job and not do it for Him, thinking we have it figured out, okay? So if you don't know what today's message is going to be, it's on our our YouTube and it's also on uh on our on our promotions wisdom and patience no flow gave it away a couple minutes ago wisdom and patience <laughs> first time in how many and how many uh, uh, weeks since we've been doing this over 45 shows is it over 45 it would be 
around that, but the the Pentecost Sunday took it over. Oh so wow! We had, one, okay. we had one free show, one, one extra show in there, which we'll, we'll do, and we're, we're going to be doing that every year. Every year we'll have Pentecost Sunday, which is going to be a phenomenal show. We always have Pastor Mike G from India on. He is that, that is the one show he he is committed to being on. Wow, um, amen! It's just awesome stuff. We're just uh, you know who knows who else is going to be on next year, but that's the one show. But anyhow, wisdom and patience. Okay, right now. I have it up on the amplified version of it because the, the I'm telling you, the KJV version blows my mind. I don't even know how to read it. So, amplified version, you have it up on your screen if you're YouTube or Facebook. It's out of Proverbs 19:11. No flu. You want to read that? Or want me to read it? Proverbs 19:11. Good sense and discretion make a man slow to anger. Stop right there. We ain't gonna go any further than that right now. Good sense and discretion make a man slow to anger. What does that mean to you guys? What does that mean to everybody? Good sense and discretion. So, not common sense, not general sense, good sense. Because it's translated the same way in every scripture. So, good sense. What does that mean? That means the ability, in my opinion, there's the ability to discern what the Holy Spirit wants to do. And having the wisdom to go ahead and act on it there. Okay, very good. Very good. Yes, that's what it is. Good sense is, is to have the better outcome be more present in your mind through the Holy Spirit than your own selfish or your I opinion. Okay, your I opinion is very flawed, according to God. Okay, so good sense, not general, not common. Those are both those are both flat flat line because we all know that that doesn't exist in this in this world. So good sense is having His way being more of a general for you than you having your own common carnal sense okay true what is discretion so discretion would be knowing when to say something knowing when to do something and knowing when not to do it having the discretion to the discernment to move to go ahead and do something which would bring about the righteous results that God wants. My gosh, we're, 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 we are vibing today. No flow. I love it. That's why I welcomed the Holy Spirit in because I knew I was going to do it. Yes, discretion. Discretion is, <coughs> excuse me, the biggest part of wisdom. Discretion is knowing the moments. Absolutely. To be led. You got to understand something. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. Okay, the Holy Spirit is not going to throw smoke on you for no reason. Okay, if you feel something, like we were talking about this earlier in the show, and we talked about it last week. If anybody listened last week, you know we were throwing blows last week. <laughs> yes. Okay, you got the I, We went round 15, okay? Yeah, even That's all I got to say. And it, and it, and it, and it, the, the, the 15th round was after the show, okay? Uh, after the show, we went. We went rounds after the show, too. I'm telling you, it was something special. But what I'm saying, what, the thing is, is that this is the thing about it, guys, is that when you're having a debate, a discussion, disagreement, whatever it may be with somebody, um, me and NoFlo have known each other for several, several years. We've had our debates. We've had our disagreements. Me and, her, me and him couldn't be more opposite if we tried. However, after every time we talk and we have, you know, that moment where we just get mad at each other or whatever the case is, we always go back to love. We always go back to, hey, you know what? We can disagree all day, but we still love each other. And exactly what happened after the, after the show. We were here for quite a while talking and going back and forth, knuckles out, no gloves. We get out to the front where his car is parked. And he said that to me. He says, no matter what, I still love you. 
And I says, there's no doubt about that. I, we, sometimes you need to have a healthy, aggravated conversation. Sometimes that's needed to get it out. Okay, True. to say things. I mean, we weren't being vulgar. We weren't doing any of that nonsense. We were just getting out our frustrations in the most platonic way possible. There's nothing wrong with that. Be, being honest about things. Okay, discretion. Knowing that I'm not going to drop all kinds of vulgar bombs on you because I'm mad at you. I'm not going to talk to you in a disrespectful way because my anger is more, more relevant than my Holy Spirit. Okay, sometimes you do slip. Everyone slips. We all know curse words. We all know vulgarity. We all know that. So people who have to express themselves that way, I got nothing against you, honestly. You say what you say. That's your business, how you grew up. But as you go around and you learn how to walk in the faith, those ty that type of communication is lesser important than just telling somebody, hey, you know what? I'm mad at you. You really pissed me off. But here's how we're going to talk about this. We're going to discuss this. Because that's not a vulgar word. It may not be appropriate to some people, but it's not vulgar. Okay? We have to understand dialogue. Dialogue is very important. So True. when we're talking and we're having a disagreement, we don't have to take it to that level. Mm -hmm. Now, you you out there in Radio Land or YouTube, Facebook Land, you may you know use all kinds of beep, 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 beeps all the time. Because that's the only way you know how to communicate. But use discretion. Because not every place is going to accept that. And I think also, too, their discretion does this for the person. It learns that it, for the person who has it there. It learns, it teaches that person how to go ahead and cultivate one of the things that we're going to talk about today, which is patience. Now, there, there's a, you were talking about opinions, all right? Opinions. And... Here's the thing, everybody's opinion is somewhat thwarted and disturbed by what they've been through. Absolutely. Okay? Absolutely. So when a person has an opinion there, somehow or another, they're going to go ahead and throw in, there's going to be a certain bias inside of them mm -hmm. towards that opinion because of things that have happened. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the one thing that God wants us to do. All right, and this is the important part about it there. Mm -hmm. God wants us to be able to go ahead and remove ourselves out of what's being said. Yeah. What I mean yeah. by that is is that is that when we see things and we see certain things that happen, we have to allow God to go ahead and step back allow allow God to bring us back and say, "Now, all right, what you may be seeing is true." But I'm going to teach you how to go ahead and have discretion and patience on bringing things up there and teach and, and so that we can learn how when we bring things up, we not are only bringing the issue up, but we're bringing healing to go with it, too. And I want to ask something real quick to you. OK, it's on the same line. Mm -hmm. Obedience. OK, people may feel like they're justified and they probably are justified right but there's an obedience to letting the holy spirit take over what you're going through right and i don't and i don't mean obedience is like okay well i gotta put down everything and you know that person's right no obedience is letting god take control of what's going on and being able to make a, a distinctive decision mm -hmm. on what needs to be said and how it right. needs to be said now i'm gonna tell you the church 
amongst everyone else is the most guilty of disobedience to talking to somebody, whether it's prophetically or reality. Because people walk into a church wanting, mm-hmm. needing, craving, desiring right. a word from God. They're going there because they want God to speak to them in some way, shape, True. or form. Okay? And unfortunately, the deacons, pastors, associate pastors, or anyone who has authority in a church in today's world abuse that. They abuse that right. That's why there's so many hurt church hurts. Because people open themselves up spiritually when they go into a church. Because that's what you do. That's what you've been trained to do all your life. Problem is, is that when someone speaks into your life, they can't discern properly because they're not on that level of discernment to discern. You get what I'm saying? So, I get it. Yeah. So, so if a new, new person walks into the church, not a clue on earth who, who anyone is, mm-hmm. they walk in because God has made a way for them to walk in. And they're opened up. They're like, okay, this is the house of God. I'm looking for something. Whether it's right. someone who's speaking to my life, whether it's the word from the pastor giving me some type of, you know, open door, whatever the case is, you're, you're, it's what you're there for. And the leadership, for some strange reason, who knows why, doesn't discern properly. They see the person, they make a judgment call. What you're wearing, how you're feeling, your scatteredness, what you might have put in the offering plate. Mm-hmm. All these things are mechanics to judging you on who you are or who you may be. So instead of God speaking to them and saying what is really going on, they get their opinion involved and they say, okay, well, this person looks like, you know, is dressed like a Saturday night special. Must be a must be a club goer. Right. Let's talk about whoredom. This person has all kinds of jewels and all kinds of necklaces and all kinds of let's talk about vanity. This person True. walking in looking like he's dirty, dirty shirts, dirty shorts, messed up shoes. He might be homeless. Let's talk about being homeless, not having anything. Right. You make it you make a you make an undiscerning decision according to the person's person, place, or thing, and you don't want the Holy Spirit speak to you because that person who's actually homeless may just need to talk about their parents. True. Talk about why the job loss. Yeah. Or you know, there's there's one example that I've talked about before on the show here that comes to my mind, and it was an example of a man named that was actually a friend of mine, and you've heard and and a couple of about a month ago, or so we discussed this year. The man's name was Jeff Van Holt. Now, go on YouTube and look up Jeff Van Holt. You will never. I will tell you what. You will never ever ever hear anybody sing a song uh a holy 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 like he has or hosanna never in my life have i ever heard anybody sing that but uh, like him but let's just let me tell you what happened with him and and it, and it's worth sharing it again he was at a meeting he was at a he went to a church when he was 14 years old and he ended up coming to the uh, to the altar coming forward to the altar to give his life to jesus and the pastor stepped up and said you're not ready why because he had long hair and he looked like a hippie and he was a hippie all right and he said you're not ready and he turned around and walked away now here's the sad part about what happened with that jeff fennel went into the went into uh the the entertainment industry there became the uh, he became 
the uh, the lead singer, the the lead person. He became Jesus Christ in Jesus Christ Superstar back in the '60s. There, right? Everybody knows that play, Jesus Christ Superstar. Jeff Benholt was the lead. He was he played Jesus, and then he went into a lifestyle of drugs and alcohol. He went into the lifestyle of rock and roll. Uh, he was uh, uh, he he uh, hooked up with Black Sabbath and was performing with them. He hooked up with a number of other bands and was performing with them. And finally, one day, what happened was he came into the reality of the real Jesus Christ and gave his life to the Lord. And I had the privilege of seeing him minister. And I will tell you what, that man reached a level of, uh, that man reached a level of, of God, where I have rarely seen many people live in that, uh, uh, be in that in that level there, and he reached people. He was he confronted Satanists. He he came across. Uh, he uh, he went into towns where the head witches would come after him, and and he confronted them head on. Now he's no longer with us anymore. He passed away a few years about two or three years ago. But do you know? Boy Blue, that all of that he went through, all of the drugs, all of the alcohol, all of the rebellion that he went through, and the demon possession that he went through, could have been avoided there. Had somebody just had enough sense to say, this man is coming to Jesus, he's giving his life to Jesus, this young boy, I should say, coming to Jesus, giving his life to, to, to the Lord, and not stopped him, do you know that what how much of an impact more that he could have had that's why when i say when i call out when i give the altar call to people there i'm not putting roadblocks on people then for them to come to christ you smoke cigarettes don't care come to christ okay you're getting high don't care come to christ because i know i know that god once you get a hold of him, whether you actually mean that, listen, I'm speaking to somebody right now, whether you meant that prayer or not, whether you meant to say, whether you, whether you meant, whether you prayed that sinner's prayer and whether you meant it or not, I will tell you right now, God took you at your word. So if you sat there and you said, hey, I prayed that prayer, but I didn't mean it. Well, guess what? You're on the hook, man, because God took you seriously. And when you prayed that to ask him to come into your life, he took you at your word and he came in. So you got to deal with that right now between you and God. You got to deal with that and you got to settle that score because you may think that you didn't mean it, but God do, God took your word for it and God is holding you accountable for it. So you got to take that. You got to listen. There's somebody out there right now that I'm speaking to. That said, yeah, I prayed that prayer before, but I didn't do anything with it. Well, here's your chance. Settle it up. Saddle up with God, man, and settle the score and say, hey, all right, I know you took me at your word. Uh, you took me at my word. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to back up my word, and I'm going to go ahead and mean what I said. You see, and so. That's a word for somebody out there that's watching this on YouTube right now. I don't know who you are, but it's you're out there, and you got to take that word and listen to it, okay? Now, here's the thing. So, when we bring people to Christ there, I will not put a barrier on them. 
to say that you've got to do this because my God will take you at your word there and he will take those things out of your life that you don't need in your life. And before you know it, you're not going to want to smoke that cigarette. You're not going to want to go ahead and get high. You're not going to want to go ahead and do the clubs. You're not going to want to go ahead and do that. And guess what? Listen, it is not by religion or rule. It's not by religion or by me telling you how to do that there because you're going to have an encounter with God and God's going to go ahead and, and all of a sudden change that for you there. Because I will tell you one thing. If I can go ahead and argue you into the faith, you can be argued out of it. But when you get a touch from God, when God comes in and does a work in your heart, in your life, in your mind, you know that's real. You know it is. So guess what's going to happen? Guess what? You're going to go ahead and start doing those things that God wants you to do. You're going to start changing those things that God wants you to change. And you're going to start walking the way that God wants you to walk. Now, I know that I'm preaching here for a minute, but the Holy Spirit just came upon me there to go ahead and speak that. And I'm going to go ahead and do that. So my point is this, Boy Blue, mm -hmm. is that we don't put up, we cannot, we must not put, we must not put, uh, we've got to let them come in and let God sort them out. There's an old saying that says, that says, kill them all and let God sort them out. Well, guess what? Bring all everybody in. Come on in, man. Bring them all in. And I believe God's big enough to go ahead and clean everybody up and clean them out and go ahead and, 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 and straighten them out after they come to him. You get what I'm saying? Yes, I do. I do. And I, that's, this is the reason why God put it on my heart to invite the Holy Spirit or welcome and usher the Holy Spirit in because I know that this particular topic, whether it's dealing with wisdom or dealing with patience, is something that needs to be done in the Holy Spirit realm, not just in the Word. And that's why I stopped you at the board anger is because people need good sense and discretion to be to be related back to their minds. OK, we don't put barriers up. The Holy Spirit does the job. I posted this before on Facebook. Anybody follows me on Facebook. They know this. I posted, let the Holy Spirit do his job. You don't have to work for it. All you get is walk in it, walk in the faith. He does the work. He performs everything. Mm -hmm. Okay, we have this crazy thought process that we have to put barriers up. I can't do this because of this. I can't do this because of that. And you keep on going and going and going with all these barriers because you have the barrier. It's your problem, not the Holy Spirit. He's telling you to do what you got to do. Do what I tell you to do. You'll be fine. You keep on putting all these roadblocks up. Whose fault is that? Is it his? No, it's you. It's you and your religion. It's you and your restriction. Your L-A-W, your law. Your law keeps you away from the whole total freedom of the Holy Spirit. Your law does that. Because you can't, you can't seem to get past the barriers, the cradle grades of the religious perspective. You can't get past it. Because it makes sense to you. Religion makes sense to you because it has an order to it. The Holy Spirit don't make sense to you because it's free and open. We don't live in a free and open society. We don't do that. We have cell phones, jobs, taxes, government, all these things pulling us into a religion or into a law-abiding situation. And we all know everybody that's valid. But we don't know about the Holy Spirit. We rip the Holy Spirit out of the church so we can control the people in the church and have them keep paying. Keep paying. Keep paying. Let's have... I was telling this to a friend of mine uh, this week. 
It's funny how the church segregates time for the tithe and offering. Do you know that that's the second worst thing a person says about a church? The first worst thing typically is how long the message is. Second worst thing is the tithe and offering time. You ask anyone. Talk to, talk to anybody who's been to church. They'll tell you. The first worst thing is how long the sermon is. The second thing is the tithe and offering time. Where they put you on the, the, put, the, put the spotlight on you. They pass the plate around. Okay? People, they, they do fake tithing. They put their hand like they're putting money in, but they're not. Or they're asking for change. I, I need change for a 20. See, it happens several times. You know what I'm saying? And then you're sitting there and you're watching the plate come to you like, oh, and you're saying all kinds of vulgarities in your head. Oh, blah, 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 blah. And then when it gets to you, you're, everyone's looking at you and you're like, you don't want to feel like an idiot. So you pass it by. I don't have anything in my pockets. Or maybe you do, but you don't want to feel obligated because once you put money in the plate, now there's an obligation from you to them because you can't let go of that money. We need to get out of trained behavior. We need to get into the Holy Spirit. Would not be a bad thing to have spots in the church where the tithe and offering go. You may mention, oh, by the way, whatever money you may have, there's spots delegated for that. You know, I'm gonna, I will tell you this, okay, and you're going to laugh at this, mm -hmm. all right? Mm -hmm. So I don't, uh, when, the, when, the, when, the, when the offering plate comes around, mm -hmm. I don't put money in there. You know what I actually do? I have no idea. I actually go ahead and, uh, I actually go ahead and put my tithe, uh, I go to the website of the church, and I pay the tithe there. And so I know that I've probably gotten a few looks at the going like, uh, okay, you're not putting any money in, but I, but I do. I put, but see, you're seasoned. Mm -hmm. You've been around a long time. Right. That's different than someone who's sitting there for the first, second, third time, and they're feeling some type of some type of crookedness because everyone's looking at that plate. Everyone's scoping it out, giving the eyeballs, the lemon face. They all. No, that, that's not a lemon face. Okay. Well, I'm <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to personify it. Wait, wait. What was this that? is a lemon face. Yeah. No kidding. Look at him. That's a lemon face right there. Jeez. Okay, that and the fact that the sermon's 45 minutes long. I'm sorry, but you can't get kids to listen to you for five minutes. 45 minutes is god-awful too long. Okay, it's too long. And the fact, and, and if it wouldn't be too long, I'm going to tell you something that's going to really blow your socks off. It wouldn't be too long if the Holy Spirit was present. Holy Spirit ain't present. If you are literally getting bored listening to someone bump their gums about the Lord, the Holy Spirit's not pleasant. Not there. You may think it's there. You may try to believe it's there. But everyone would be on the same accord in some ship away if the Holy Spirit was present and the person that's preaching was preaching some meat and potatoes. Stories are not meat and potatoes. Stories are, are, are experiences. Okay? The Holy Spirit has to be involved for it to be make sense, for it to, to attract ears. Even, I mean, I know we have children church and they they they, they it's dismissed the children's church and little kids get to do their own thing in their own time. But I'm going to tell you right now how many times I have yawned and feared of falling asleep during a church service. Many times, many years. And I do take everything seriously. I do listen. I do crack my Bible open. Oh, by the way, anyone out there who doesn't read from a Bible and read from a paper, my goodness, you're missing out. Do you realize that the Bible 
then this is another thing. Thank you, Henry. You mentioned this to me. Okay. Do you realize the Bible is like the yellow pages of the Word of God, right? Right? It's everything is in there, right? Amen. Yeah. Okay. And the olden days, you would sit there and you would write different Holy Spirit moments in the Word, right? So you, the Bible would have all kinds of little notes and right. highlighting, Amen. right? Yeah. Remember those days? Yeah. Okay. I'm sure your Bible has all kinds of different. My my one my one of my Bibles there does not have one spot where it has not been underlined. It's right. The entire my entire Bible. Right. Right. So you so so you get this. Yeah. Okay. So today's world, 2023. Okay. Is cell phones, tablets, and internet. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. He's showing you right there. Exactly. Okay. Tell me on that. You can highlight and you can take notes like you can do on a regular Bible. You can, but it's not the same. Exactly. I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, I bring my Bible with me to church. When I go to church, I bring the Bible with me. I unzip it. Zip! Okay, I do. I zip it, right? Because it zips closed. My cover zips closed. Got okay. It. And I usually have my phone, which has a version of the Bible, which mm -hmm. probably is KJV because I have the Amplified on my lap. So thank I, you. I, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I'll, I'll give you props for that. I'll give you an acknowledge me for that, okay? okay? You know, there you go. Let me see. I have to do it because it doesn't give it to me very often. Yes. So it's a once in a life. Acknowledge me! Okay. <laughs> So, okay, so usually on my phone I have the KJV and then my Bible's opened up and I have my Amplified, right? And I go back and forth between what's been said. How many times at the end of the service do you hear zip-ups of the Bible? No. Like never. In the 80s and 90s, you knew the service was over because zip, 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 zip. zip. Yeah, the pages flipping and everything, right? Right, you, you heard it, right? Yeah. So... What's happened is not only did the Holy Spirit get taken out of the sermons in the church, but the Holy Spirit has been taken out of the actual reading of the word. Because if you read it from your cell phone, you can't take that genuine time to highlight and to mark your Bible with what the Holy Spirit is interpreting to you in the word. It doesn't go anywhere. Like you said, you have a whole Bible full of all kinds of notes, and right? right. You open that Bible up, that's not going to go anywhere. That's always going to be on those pages, right? Yeah. True. You can't do that on technology. And by the way, let me just also mention this about technology. And I'm going to go ahead and just say this right now because I believe that it's something that the Lord has. Uh, well, I believe it's something that the Lord has kind of just maybe forewarned me about. Mm -hmm. uh, we need to go ahead and go back to our physical Bibles because at any time when something, someone gets offended by the word on this app here. Then all of a sudden, who is it? Uh, T-Mobile. T-Mobile decides to go ahead and remove the apps off the phone there because it offends some people. So now oh, the U-Version yes. app gets removed, okay? Oh, um, I didn't know that. So, and also too there with Amazon, I'll tell you this, okay? I used to buy both. I used to, Amazon Kindle, it's it's great if you have the, if you don't have patience to get a book, okay? <laughs> hey, I got it downloaded in 10 seconds flat, okay? You know, uh, here's the danger about that there. What happens when Amazon decides that they want to go ahead and start removing certain books there because it offends certain people? Yeah, good point. And listen, the Word of God 
offends a whole lot of people. Of course. That's why, yeah. that's why I don't understand why these big churches, these big 20,000 member churches and 10,000 member churches, whatever, mega churches, what are you telling them? What are you really telling them to keep them to stay in the church? I mean, not like a five-minute service. Okay? So what are you preaching that's keeping their attention of that many people at one time that they're comfortable being there? The only time I'm comfortable being that many people is they're in a concert. But I'm hearing music that I enjoy. Or go to some type of show that I enjoy. Like, you know, go to the movies. You get, you know, 50, 60 people in the movie theater, maybe. You enjoy that. I'm telling you right now, if you're not, like, twitching in your seat during a church service, like you're, like, feeling some kind of a way, I don't know what you're doing. Because the word is supposed to bring some type of conviction to you. You're not, you're, you're not Christ. You're not, you, didn't, you didn't fulfill the law. So when you talk about mega churches and talk about these 20, 30,000 people in one spot at one time, you got to really think about what's being said in that church. Is it motivational speaking or is it preaching? Okay. Well, what about Billy Graham? What about, you know, Oral Roberts? What about, I'm going to tell you right now, check this out. There are preachers who look good, who sound good, but when you dissect their theology, you're going to find something that may not be what you think it should be to the Holy Spirit. Yes, Billy Graham, probably one of the most decorated and well-known pastors of America. Rest in peace. He spoke such a simplistic gospel. Was he right? Sound right to me at times. But to get that many people together, that was the old school. You don't see those type of things anymore. And that wasn't a church. That was just an event that was put on. Okay, you got other pastors. I'm not saying names because I'm, I'm taking the no-flow approach. The, the defend, the, the protect the guilty as well as the innocent. So I'm not saying names, but there are pre, pre, pastors and preachers out there who do this weekly, who gather that many people weekly. What do you say to that? How do you just... The, the gospel is not loved. The gospel is rejected. We're going to be judged individually by the gospel that we hold in our heart, the spirit that we maintain. So how is that possible? How is that many people locked into a message for that long, weekly, not monthly, not yearly, weekly? Well, the one thing that we have to remember, okay, is that is that there are some people that will, that there are some people that can go ahead and handle the milk of the word, and then there are some people that can handle the meat of the word. Like for me, I will be honest with you there, I can sit and I can listen to a service for an hour and a half. I don't have any problem with that. Now, not all people can go ahead and do that. So, but God has opened up the doors there to allow people to where they're at to go ahead and be able to receive what he wants them to receive. And then as they receive what he wants them to receive there, the milk of that word there, then they can grow forward and they can move on. Now, here's an example that I'd like to give. All right. And again, I'm going to use one of my examples. Story time. Okay. Story time. I, I, I got <laughs> to find a drop for that. Story time. Story. Don't know. Is, I'm going to do it, bro. No, not that. Not that one that I, I'll, I'll have to. Find out what's going through your mind there when you say that one, okay? Because there's a certain character that comes to my mind. Wait, no, I'm not going to give any suggestions, okay? Story time. 
Go ahead. Don't do it. Okay. Don't do it. If you're thinking of uh, some something that starts with a B and W, okay, <laughs> don't go there because you know I already talked to you about that person, okay? You need to relax. You get, you get... <laughs> I'm not kidding. Relax. <laughs> I knew what went through your mind when I said that, okay? All right. He's but, something else. But here goes, all right? So when I got saved, very simple there. I went to a church that was, at that time, was appropriate for me to go to there because I, of my understanding. Now, as I grew in the knowledge of the Lord and I grew in understanding, then all of a sudden I found out that I no longer was really fitting in that church anymore. And I made the glorious uh, divine mistake of going to another church there where the power of God just completely knocked me out knocked me out and put me on the floor and i said to myself you know what if i feel this way every time i come here i am coming here now here's what happened when i got into that church there i grew exponentially in that church but then all of a sudden there came a time where god called me to move out so if so as i moved out then i went into a different direction there different church and finally i'm at the church where i'm at right now so what I'm saying about that is, is that although we may not, we although we may not agree with those churches there, there are people there that need to be at that level there to grow to the next level. So, it, while it to us now, I can't go back to the same church that I started from in the beginning. I, I just can't. It would be, you know, I'd be walking into a. a, a in, in my opinion, a foreign, a foreign country, I would go, guys. I'm sorry, I'm not at this level anymore. I've, I've, I've got, to, I've moved on. So, so God has His way of going ahead and getting His people in there, and then that's the starting point for people to grow. And that's where they get the milk, and then they get the, then eventually, as they continue to keep growing, they get to the meat there, and they can handle the more mature things. So, so while we may not agree with certain ways that people do certain things, we've got to go ahead and say God can still, God is using them in that area there so that they, those people that come in, they can at least come in, get in the door. And then once they get in the door, then God could cause them to grow and, and mature in those, in, in his things there. But the whole thing is to get them into the door first. Okay, then, question for you, because you brought it up. What do you consider the milk of the spirit? Can we talk about food, talk about the drink and the water, but what is the, what, do, in your opinion, is the milk of the spirit? So, I'm going to give you another story. <laughs> story time! <laughs> Alright, so when I got, when I got saved, you just need to go ahead and get a line there. Just I'm going to record it and I say, when I got saved, so every time I say that, you just hit the button. Can you just get to the point? I'm getting there. Yeah. Around about the bush way. <laughs> All right. So when I came to the Lord, I came to when the Lord. got saved. When I got saved, I came to the Lord. Okay. Uh, and I for the for the first two years of my life, I went to a Protestant church. Okay. okay. For those who don't know what a Protestant church is, explain. All right. So a Protestant church is a church there that teaches simply the word of god the simplistic word of god 
in a in a simplistic manner there and really doesn't go any further than that but basically what it what it okay let me summarize it do i have to break this down or are you gonna break it down i'm gonna break it down all right okay the protestant church is you look at the name of the the, the name protestant it comes from the term protesters martin luther he nailed the 95 thesis on the wall there declaring what the word of god said about faith about how we don't have to go ahead and bow to a certain church uh to a to a certain well he came it was about the catholic church so he posted the 95 thesis there stating why we don't why the catholic church is unbiblical and what happened was out of the protestant movement there came the came the doctrine of justification by faith which was something that was taken out of the church at that time causing the dark ages okay but the protestant church as a whole today is it, it, it's it's they they the the word of god they teach the simplistics of the word of god salvation by faith through grace simplistic okay so how is that complicated though it's not okay so who complicates the salvation through faith by grace who complicates that it can come through many different forms there's many right, right. so so instead of making it simplistic we got to complicate it k-i-k-i-s-s you know what that means keep it simple silly yes there you go see i didn't use that keep word for it you. well keep it simple saints okay oh, stop <laughs> it don't make that that way keep it simple saints Here's the point that I was making there. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. I grew so for the first two years of my life, I was in. Uh, that's what God had me in. Thank God He had me there because I learned the I learned the basics of salvation. I learned the basics of the Word of God. And then one day, somebody I started speaking to somebody about something. I called somebody and I wanted to ask them to pray for me. And they said to me, "All right, now get it. Now let me hear this, okay." I am a tongue talker. I will speak in tongues at any moment, any time. Okay. Before we go any further with that, let me put an advisory out there. We are the 5OST boys. 5OST means Pentecost boys. Okay. If we speak in tongues on this show, there is a legitimate reason why we speak in because well, not only do we believe it, but we live by it. We pray it, we preach it, okay. and we teach it. Some people don't believe in tongues. Some people think it's devil worship. Some people don't understand it. Some people can, don't want to interpret it or whatever. Too bad, so sad. On this show, <laughs> we tongue talking. We're going to do it. Go so, ahead. But here's what happened, right? So somebody, uh, I asked somebody to pray for me, and they said, do you speak in tongues? Now keep in mind, for two years I went to a church there that didn't teach that. And I had no idea what it was. I said, well, la, 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 I got a tongue, so I guess I do speak in tongues. I had no idea what they were talking about. Here's what, so they tried to get me to speak in tongues. They tried to get me to start to, to start my prayer language, and this is what they told me to do. All right, and it's <laughs> got to come across funny. They said, okay, now say with me, tomato, 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 tomato. Huh? I said, what? Uh, tomato, tomato, tomato tomato tomatoes what i didn't understand and eventually they gave up on me here now i was not at that time ready to understand or comprehend what speaking in tongues was all about now here's what happened all right about a year later supernaturally 
God gave me the gift of tongues. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know how to, I didn't even know I had it. But I went to a prayer meeting. I asked people to pray for me. They were Protestant. They didn't have it. But the power of God came upon me and touched me. And I started to speak in tongues. Consequently, you know, I was going, I don't know what's going on here. But when I went to the next church, the, uh, the church that I told you about, where the power of God came down and touched me there, and boom, I exploded all over the place there, okay? They started to teach about tongues. So here's what I'm saying. Now, I, now, I speak in tongues. But at that time, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't able to comprehend what tongues was. So that's why I couldn't receive it yet. But in the fullness of time, it happened, and nobody needs to tell me now this is what you need to say. Tomato, 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 blah, blah, blah. Okay, no. Okay, I'm going to stop you real quick. Okay, Go ahead. I need you to remove that Eminem real quick. Move him out of the way. Okay? I feel that there is somebody out there watching this right now who doesn't know the Holy Spirit like that, who doesn't know tongues like that. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave this microphone, grab that one. I'm going to get in front of this camera. If you want to join me on flow, you're more than welcome to. Look in that camera and we're going to pray over somebody speaking in tongues. All right, man. Let's do it. Okay. I don't know who you are out there. You're watching us. Maybe it's live right now. Maybe it's at a different time, whatever the case is. But God put on my heart that someone out there wants the gift of tongues wants to understand the gift of tongues wants to speak because we know that the, the holy spirit through tongues Jesus. is a crucial part of your faith very important part of your faith okay so what we're going to do is we're going to pray in tongues and we're going to pray for whoever is out there watching us and listening to us jesus that you receive that gift because it's a very important gift that the holy spirit gives to you so here we go Father, right now, whoever out there is watching this, listening to this, and you want that gift, you want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, receive it. Receive it now. Let the Holy Spirit bubble up inside you into your stomach and come up and say whatever it is that is on your stomach right now in your spirit you're not going to understand it you're not going to comprehend it but what you're going to do is you're going to feel it the Holy Spirit is going to come alive to you and he's, he's going to mutter something out and it may not sound like what we're doing it sounds all different ways Everyone has a different prayer language. Sounds different. However, let it out. Yeah, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I just speak to the inner man of that person yes. right now, Lord God, and I command that that inner man yes. with, the, the, with the gift of tongues comes out of that person. Yes. Father God, just like you touched me, just like you touched me when I was 15 years old, yes. and you touched my stomach, and you yes. raised up your, your finger to through my through my chest yes. all the way to my mouth and the moment that it touched my mouth yes. the words came out so in jesus name 
Lord, Jesus right name. now, we pray over every person yes. there that's wanting the gift of tongues. Yes. Hallelujah. We pray for that inner man inside of them yes. to be released in the name of Jesus and let it yes. flow. Now, listen, you may not understand, again, what Boy Blue said. You may not understand what you're saying, but yes. don't worry about it there. When a baby starts to speak there and yes. says, Dada, Baba, Mama, Dada, they don't understand either. But no. the more they do it, yes. the more they do it, the more they speak until they become, until they can speak like we are right yes. now. So you may not understand it. It may just be a couple of words, yes. all right? But you say, you go ahead and you take that and you run with that. Yes. And let God increase your language in Jesus' name. Yes. And speak that over them right now. Let the power of the Holy Spirit, Spirit. God yes. touch him and touch that person and yes. minister to them in the name of Jesus, name of Jesus right now. We release the Holy Spirit. Yes, Holy over Spirit. Them. Fill them with this. Yes. Fill them with the Spirit of God. Yes. Hallelujah. With speaking in tongues. Yes. It, and it comes out in Jesus' name. Let it come let out. Let it run out in Jesus' name. Let it come out. Out of your belly shall flow rivers, rivers of living, living water. water. That's yes. it. It's living water. It's the Hallelujah. Holy Spirit. It's not understandable. It's not meant to be understandable. It's a freedom language. Let me explain something to you real quick over the camera here on, on the air. Okay. The heavenly language of tongues is the language that only between you and God understand. Amen. So when you go through your prayer language, prayers, and you say, oh, man, I forgot that person or forgot that oh, thing or whatever, the Holy Spirit inside you, the, the, the tongues, comes from your heart and your spirit and speaks Amen. to God. So anything you may have forgotten as a human, those things are involved with those tongues. So you don't have to worry about going down a grocery list or a laundry list of names. You just and in that, in that, you're taking care of everything. Hallelujah. And I want to also speak yes. there. Listen, all the all the, the the children that may be watching yes. out there right now. Yes. Okay? Listen, grab a hold of this gift, okay? Yes. Let's pray for you right now that yes. God will fill you with the Spirit of God and speak yes. in tongues. In Jesus' name, touch them, Lord. Yes. Come to touch them, all of them that are watching. Hallelujah. Any of the young people yes. that are watching right now, let them be touched by the power of God right now at this moment. Hallelujah. And be filled with yes. the Spirit in the name of yes. Jesus right now. Let it flow in Jesus' name. Let yes. it come out. Let it flow. Hallelujah. 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 I'll yes, tell you, children out there. I'll tell you one thing here. Okay. Hey, you know what? How about we do the rest of the show like this? Okay? Why not? I mean, I'm feeling good about this right now, buddy. You know, I will tell you what happened, and I'm and I'm gonna give you this story time. Story time. Okay. When I received the gift of the Spirit, when the when the Holy Spirit came upon me and spoke, and I started speaking in tongues. I will tell you what. At that particular day, I was in one of the worst. <laughs> I was in one of the worst spiritual. I had just. I had just, well, I will, I'll tell you the truth. I got angry with my brother. Oh and boy. I got so angry with my brother that I walked out. I said some things that I shouldn't have said. I walked out of the house. I was so oh angry. Boy. And I walked over to my friend's house who was, a, who was uh, they were having a Bible study that night. And it was just down the street. So I went to them mm -hmm. and I asked them to pray for me. Wow. Now, oh. I want to say this. Uh -huh. Again, they were Protestant. None of them had the gifts of the. None of them had. None of them had the gift of the Holy Spirit. The, 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 the speaking in tongues. Wow! But I gathered together with them, and the moment that I started to pray with them, 
Okay. I first off, I had to repent. That's what I said. I said, guys, I need to pray and I need to repent because I said some things to my brother. Okay. That might not have been so pleasant. That, that was not very nice. And I had all that. I was justified. Okay. But I really wasn't justified, <laughs> but not nullified. Okay. And, but, and we started to pray and I will tell you what happened. The Holy Spirit came upon me. Now, I didn't know it was the Holy Spirit. All I know is that I felt electricity go through my body. Oh my. I felt like I was like, woo, okay? That, that's, that, that's that precious Holy Spirit electrifying. The power of the Holy Spirit. Ashanda Haraka, and I will yeah. tell you what happened, man. I felt a finger touch me right here in my stomach. I actually looked he's, up. He's pointing at his navel part. Yeah, right, right. Naval, the play had, button. You know, at, the, at that time, I had a little bit less of this, okay? Oh, yeah. And, that, 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 that's that good food. So, <laughs> so, and I felt a finger touch me right there, and I felt this finger go all the way up my, like 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 if, you, if I was doing it to you right now, okay? Like that, okay? Oh, wow, okay. Right up there, all the way out. And the moment that it hit my, my mouth here, boom, these words came out, and I started saying things, and I was going, wow. I don't know what I'm saying. Crazy and stuff. I didn't know what happened. But it was there. And it happened. It happened. And it got a hold of me there. Yep. And I remembered walking away that night going, wow, this is insane. Crazy stuff. But you see, the thing is, is that I still didn't understand what it was. And then all of a sudden, I went to that little church. Okay. I'll tell you the name of the church. Called Echoes of Faith. Echoes of Faith. Okay. That little church there, back in 19, that, that little church there, that had some power, man. And when I walked church. in there, when I walked in there, I remember, you're going to laugh at this. Oh, boy, I'm ready to laugh. You're going to laugh. Okay. This is me the whole way through the service because the power of God came upon me. You ready? You ready for this? Okay. Okay. Uh, 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 like I was like I was in a, a snowstorm and I was freezing, but I was my teeth were chattering. You want to know why it was chattering? It was, was chattering because the power of God was there, man. Oh, boy. The See? The power of God came down. That's crazy. I, I couldn't make hide or hair of it. And here's the funny part about it. Funny part about it was, it was that there, there was an evangelist by the name of Wayne Cochran. Wayne right? Cochran. Look him up on YouTube. He used to be the singer for CC Rider, the group called CC oh, Rider. Oh, CC Rider, y'all should okay. know about that. All right, and that man, he had an Elvis hairdo. I'm talking about he had a, <laughs> the man had a pompadour hairdo up to here. He had it waved back, and he even had a he even had a show coat on. Okay. Oh boy. The man was dressed for success. Okay, but here's what happened. He looked goofy. He looked like he didn't fit in. But guess what? He carried the power of God. And he called up and he said, he said, I want you to come up front here, man. I walked come up. Come on up front. And he said, I'm going to pray for you, young man. And man, I'll tell you what. Big old six foot four of me. Man, I hit the, I hit the floor like a sack of potatoes. And I was looking up at the chandeliers of that church. And I had no idea what happened to me, but I didn't care because nope. the power of God came, man. The power of God. And that, that's exactly what he's talking about right now. The power of God he experienced in a little church is the power of God you're experiencing watching this, this show right now. That's why this all happened. It's because God, the Holy Spirit is welcomed. If you welcome the Holy Spirit into your life, it doesn't matter if you're at church, if you're in your house, if you're at your, at your job, wherever it is, you welcome the Holy Spirit in, 
These are the things that will happen. One, the gift of tongues. Two, the gift of prophecy. Three, propheticness. Four, and the list goes on of all the things. There's so many gifts of the Spirit, discernment and decisions and all these things. Okay, even your talents, whatever you're, whatever you're talented at, those are the things the Holy Spirit is involved with. So, unlike most of these religious organizations and churches, we here welcome the Holy Spirit into this studio. We welcome the Holy Spirit into wherever you may be right now, in your front room, in your bedroom, um, in your car, wherever it is right now. We welcome the Holy Spirit. We want you to welcome the Holy Spirit where you're at. This, all you got to do is say, Holy Spirit, you're welcome. We invite you. You're welcome into this place. And watch him do something special with you. Watch him move on you. Not only by what me and Nofo talk about, but how he interprets it through you and how you get the interpretation from him. See, wisdom and patience isn't just words. Wisdom and patience are should be an imperative thing that you have. And that's why we're talking about it. And by wisdom and patience comes the Holy Spirit. That's the whole base behind it. So we sit here and we do the show and we, and we and we welcome. You heard me in the beginning of the show, welcome him in. We'll welcome him into where you're at. And let him do a work with you. And watch what happens. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anything else you want to add? I want to say this too right here, okay? That let, let get a walk with Jesus said that is so natural. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. That is so natural there. Mm -hmm. That at any moment, at any time, at any place, anywhere, to anybody. God could all of a sudden start to use you at the least expected time. Absolutely. Least expected place. Absolutely. Least expected moment. Amen. With the least expected person. Amen. Okay? He can do it. Be open to the Holy Spirit. Yes. Be able to use you yes. in that way. Yes. All right? Do not put a do not put a marker on God that says, God, you can't use me while I'm going to the grocery store. Yes. Okay. God, you can't use me when I am going to the gas station. Yes. God, you can't use me when I'm at school. Amen. Okay. All right. No. Take the limit off. Remove it. Put it out of your mind. Amen. Be so open to Jesus there that he will use you at any time to go ahead and speak again to any person, any place, anywhere, at any moment. Amen. All right. You don't know when the situation will arise. That's right. I had a situation happen about a month ago there where my life was put on the line. Uh, you and I talked about it there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Somebody, somebody shot at me. Okay. Mm -hmm. And yep. I had the opportunity there to go ahead and react in a way that I shouldn't have could have been. It could have been a lot worse. Absolutely could have been. But I will tell you one thing. All right. The Holy Spirit said, no, we're not going to act that way. Nope. We're not going to go ahead. We're not going to do that. Nope. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to take the opportunity to speak to this person and tell them about the Lord. That's right. Every situation that comes in your life there, okay, it's not always going to be a good situation for nope. you there. No, nope. It won't be. How we react to it there is what our responsibility is. Absolutely. Okay? So when something comes against you, somebody comes against you, where something says something is being done to you there, 
you have the opportunity to go ahead and react. And this right. is where the wisdom comes in. Oh the boy, here we go. Yeah, wisdom. Wisdom okay. and patience. Here it comes, all right? You have got to say, I am going to step aside. Yep. I'm going to move myself out of this picture. Yep. Okay? And I am going to go ahead and I am going to seek the Lord and say, God, you've got to put on me what you want to be said. Yep. And very simple. And what that teaches you in that time period there that you're going through there, it gets rid of you. It removes your flesh out of the way there. It crucifies you and it allows you to be to, to let God speak through you there. Absolutely. So take every opportunity that you have that comes against you, favorable or not favorable, to yep. say, I am taking this opportunity to speak God's word into existence in this situation there so that we know, uh, so that I know that I'm bringing God's solution to the problem there. Absolutely. And that all boils down to obedience as well. You've got to be obedient to what God's telling you, what the Holy Spirit is bringing on you. And when you're obedient, things change because now you're going to be more ample to do what he wants you to do. Awesome do stuff. We, do we sit down now? I don't know. What... <laughs> well, I think we're gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rock a couple of songs and then we'll come back. <laughs> oh, oh, so we're going to go back to normal now, okay? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Absolutely, man. It's been, absolutely, you know. Absolutely. Okay, what we're going to do is we're going to cut off for a second. We're going to be back in a, little, in a couple of minutes. We're going to play a couple of selections and then we'll get into the notes. How did we get to, how did we get to 817 already? Hey, man, when you're speaking about God, time flies when you're having fun. Man, I'll tell you what. <laughs> All right, man. Okay, well, <laughs> we'll be back in a bit. Yes, we'll be back in a little bit, guys. Just a few minutes, and uh, we'll continue on with the notes of the of uh, today's uh, message. So, kick back, relax. We, we hope. <laughs> yeah, we hope. That's a good point, right? All right, so. Like you don't know what's good, cause that was my life. We still the best, living just like a monster back then. They try to stop us, some poppers. That was my life. We still the best, living just like a monster back then. They try to stop us, some poppers. That was my life. We still the best, living just like a monster back then. They try to stop us,
was Just paranoid 
Oh, yes, yes, guys. Welcome back to the one and only house party here on Wednesday nights, live on the 21.8 Amplitude Network and live on the YouTube and Facebook, broadcasting all around the world, man. Nofla, how you feeling? I'm feeling awesome, man, especially when I heard them skillet songs and oh, Thousand Foot Crunch. Yeah, woo! This guy, tell you this guy. Man, you ready to get into it? I'm ready to get into it. Let's get into it. Ah, yes. Yeah. Hey. We them boys. We them boys. Yeah. We them boys. Hey. The 502 yeah. boys. Oh. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. We them boys. Hold on, hold on. We them boys. Oh yeah, with your one and only your boy Blue. I'ma be the motivation. I'ma be the motivation. Hard work and dedication. I'ma be the motivation. I'ma be the motivation. Hey, love talk, love me. That's right. Ready, here goes. Nice enough. Got the guts, got the glory. I went the distance, now I'm not gonna stop. Just a man and his will to survive. It's up. Challenge of our rivals. Why aren't you singing this? It's your song. It's <laughs> you singing it. <laughs> By all means. Here it goes. Ready? Here it is. Here it is. Oh my goodness gracious, guys. We gotta have it. Yes, uh, man. Thank you for tuning in to us again. We're returning from our break here on 21.8 Amplitude Network, streaming worldwide on YouTube and Facebook. It'll be over my shoulder right here. Thank you so much for tuning in to us. And uh, like I said, I always say to you, if you tune in on Friday and Monday to our encore presentation, thank you so much for tuning in. Let us bump our gums at you. You know, it's some good stuff. It's some real good stuff. And if you tune in to us via Spotify or whatever else you may be tuning in to us, if you push a button, listen to us. Thank you so much for doing so as well. That means you chose to listen to us by pushing a button because all ears are good ears. Absolutely. And all, by the way, we do have a house party station now. If you go to urbanmusicradio.com, which is on our website. And you click on House Party 24-7 Radio, you can hear us bump our gums 24-7 a day. That's kind of scary. 
That's scary stuff, bro. I'll tell you right now. I mean, we're, we're live on several different networks right now, so it's not like we're not live. Yeah. On, but, you know, um, Fridays and Mondays, you know, we, we definitely have our on-call presentation. And, man, it's good stuff. And anybody who have watched us a little bit ago before break and got, seen us up, standing up, talking about the Holy Spirit, talking about the tongues, talking about experiences, man, I hope whoever got touched by that reaches out to us. Okay, you can call us 833-586-6218, which is KUMO218. Okay, give us a call, hit the prayer and request uh, extension, I believe it's three, and you can leave a message letting us know that you received and how we can contact you, or you can go to our website, umolv.com, all the way down the bottom of the page. It says contact us, hit that button, it gives you several ways to contact us. Yeah, we want to hear from you, so uh, please give us a call there. And, hey, you know what? If you want to discuss anything that we're discussing right now, you certainly can go ahead and give us a call, too, there at 833-586-6218. Uh, we'd love to hear from you there. So Absolutely. So we're going, to, we're going to finish the rest of the scripture, and then we're going to get into the notes. So, no flow. What's the second half of the scripture? And it is. And it is his honor and glory to overlook a transgression or an offense. Ow, that's so good. Uh, that's Ow. A, that's a real bite in the noggles. Now, that is, that, is, that is good there. And it is his honor and glory to overlook a transgression or an offense without seeking revenge and harboring resentment. Now, that part right there, that, that little part right there he just said at the end is so detrimental to most people. Without seeking revenge or harboring resentment. Mm -hmm. That means holding on to it and letting the fester like a splinter in the finger. That, sure. that is a very important addition to that scripture because you can say overlook a transgression or an offense. You know, that, that's pretty simplistic. But when it says without seeking revenge or harboring resentment, that's a real slap in the face to most people. True. They, they harbor and they, they seek it. They want revenge. They want it to be justified. They, want, they, they don't think God is justifiable enough. They want to feel it. Everybody tell you, I want you to feel what it feels like to do, go through something like this. That's a seeking revenge situation. True. You're right. You feel me? Yeah. So if, you, if you're the person out there that says, excuse me, out there that says, man, I want you to feel what it feels like to go through this. You don't know what, it goes, what, it, what, it, what I've been through. You don't know this. That's a seeking revenge thing. Because somebody who you're dealing with is trying to try to equal to you without going through what you went through. How do you know that person's supposed to go through that? How do you know that person is going to receive the same type of treatment or same type of feeling that you felt when you went through it? Just because you felt it doesn't mean someone else is going to feel it. True. Okay, so if you if you harbor resentment, if you seek revenge on people, I mean I'm guilty of it. I have some people in my life, boy. Boy, I seek some revenge on. I tell you right now, I have some stuff, and, and do I harbor resentment? I don't. I don't think I harbor resentment. I think I I harbor pain. You know what I've been through. I think right. I harbor that pain. I don't really seek revenge on people. I don't think that's the case with me. I think that uh, I don't. I don't want you to go through what I went through. Was that? Well, how is that benefiting me? Right. Right. How does it benefit you for someone to go through something you've been through? It doesn't benefit me at all. And also, too, you got to remember this, that if you resent something or you resent someone, you've got to be careful who you resent or what you resent because who you resent and what you resent, you become like them. You become like them. Okay. So if you hate somebody, if you hate a person, 
you be careful who you hate because you'll become like that person. Definitely. There are, there are people out there who speak on different topics. I understand there's a lot of fake ministers out there. A lot of people who endorse others who just don't need to be doing that. I also know that there is a time and place. And if you go out there and you wish somebody something or you pray against somebody, you better be sure that's what God wants you to do. Because when you pray against someone or not pray for someone or wish something, you are putting words into the atmosphere that are not godly. Be careful, okay? So let's go through the notes here real quick because time is limited. Okay, there is a strong correlation between godly wisdom, which is in Proverbs 1, 7, 8, 35 to 36, and the ability to think before one reacts, Proverbs 18, 17, and 19, 2. Strong correlation between godly wisdom and the ability to think before one acts. Wow. Interesting. This proverb notes that it is far more honorable to ignore insults than to overreact to them. Ooh, True. Jesus. That's a big one. This proverb notes that it's far more honorable to ignore an insult than to overreact to them. Instead True. of instead of escalating a situation, the wise person defuses it by remaining calm. Proverbs 15:1. Okay, so, yeah, people who have, you know, anger, temper, hostility issues, you know, uh -huh. the word says, you know, we got to we got to reexamine those type of things. Okay, when someone is easily angered, they allow others to control them. The self-controlled person doesn't let others bait them into a fight. Wow. Jeez, another one slap in the face. Wow. Right? Wow. True. When someone is easily angered, they allow others to control them, and the self-controlled person does let, doesn't let them bait them into a fight. The need to control one's temper is a frequent subject of Solomon's Proverbs, and that's in Proverbs 14, 29, 15, 18, 16, 32, 19, 19, 22, 24, and 29, 11. That's all through Proverbs, but Proverbs is a book of knowledge and wisdom, bro. So, in retrospect, the need to control one's temper is a frequent subject in Solomon's Proverbs. Very interesting. The Apostle Paul writes in Romans 12, 17, repay no one evil for evil. That means two wrongs don't make a right. Right? True. Two wrongs don't make a right. You don't pay some evil. You don't go shoot somebody because they shot you. True. Which that's godly wisdom. That's not, I mean, worldly wisdom. I mean, I'm going to get you because you got me. Okay? But give thought to do what is honorable in sight of all. Basically, if someone does evil to you, let God deal with it. True. Okay? He continues by saying, beloved, never... Never avenge yourselves, but to leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. That's in Romans 12, 19. We've been saying this. Let the Lord take care of it. Let him do it. It's not your timing. It's him. And God has a way of working things out. I'm going to tell you that. I don't know how many things that y'all that are listening or watching or whatever have been through. But if you let God deal with it, it's not going to happen on your time. But in a sometimes you feel bad for them. Like, you, you, something's happened. You're all upset, you're mad, you want revenge, you let God deal with it, and then as because you didn't get the cooling off period, and then something happens and you know that God dealt with them and his time, you actually have remorse. You're like, man, I feel bad for you, dog. I didn't want that to happen to you. No, you know what? That's where I have been in those uh, uh, in that situation, and you and I were talking about this before we went on the air. Mm -hmm. You know, I was involved in a situation there, where, and I'll just uh, be honest with you there, it was my fault, where 
I caused somebody to get hurt. And this person got very hurt, very hurt by, uh, by what I did. And did I now, the, this person was what you would call a casualty of war. In other words, it wasn't the, the what happened wasn't directed towards him. Mm-hmm. But it happened, and he was a part of it there, and it happened, and he was in it, he was involved in it, unfortunately, and it ended up hurting him very, very bad. Now, this person was very close to me. This person was, well, I will just say it. There was, you know, he was my my best friend for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Okay, and. Was he hurt? Rightfully so. Yes, yes, he was. He, and he had a, and he had, according to the the wisdom of the flesh. Yes, he had a right to be hurt, uh, to be hurt there. And yeah, I did offend that person there, and I was to blame for it. Now I've repented before the Lord, and that's the thing that we do. If we've offended people, we repent to the to, to the Lord and say, Jesus, forgive me. And then we go to that person and we say, Hey, you know what? I'm sorry. Forgive me. I messed up. If that person receives it, great. If they don't, then you pray for that person there mm-hmm. because you've gone ahead and done what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Now, I will tell you what happened was I was uh, watching a movie in a theater, mm-hmm. and you're going to laugh at this, but you already know this part because I, re- I told you it earlier, okay? I was watching the movie called Rocky Balboa, all right? The last part of that movie was when they all ran up the steps. Now, here's the thing. I ran up the steps of the of, of uh, the Rocky steps in real life with my best friend. So when I saw that part there, I went, you know what? I started to think about him, and I'm going to admit, I started to think some bad thoughts about him. And I said, I said something that in my mind I shouldn't have said. I said, boy, if I was to run into him right now, you know, I would, I would want to put a hurt into him. Okay. Now here's what happened. God put me in a spot. God, God set it up. Because I'm telling you, I hadn't seen him in two years, but the moment, 30 seconds after I thought about that, thought that thought, I went, oh boy, man, if I see him right now, I'd just like to knock him right in the jaw, you know? And I walked out of the theater, and who do I see walking into the theater? Him. Him. Yeah. And we couldn't avoid each other. And I saw his lips, and he saw mine, and I looked at my friend, and I said, Keep walking, keep walking. And I knew he said the same thing to his wife, his wife there because I saw it. He said it and I read his lips. Keep walking. But we could not avoid each other. So we ended up having to bump into each other. And it was awkward. And he actually told me, I said, hey, I wanted to, because at that moment there was like, oh, I just 30 seconds ago said I was going to go ahead and put a hurt into this guy. But the moment that it happened there, I just said, you know what? All I'm going to do is just reach out and hug him. And I reached out to hug him, to hug him, and he stopped me, and he said, "Don't." He actually said, "Don't, don't." And then we walked away. We had a, a short, like two, like a thirty-second conversation. We walked away. Here's what hurts me the most, though. Okay, was I went? Okay, you know what? I'm okay there that he wasn't, uh, that he didn't want to talk to me there. But you know something? I haven't seen him in sixteen years, and here's the thing. He's missed out on so much in 16 years that he could have been a part of there had he not allowed the offense to take place in his heart. Yeah, And he missed it. And he's missed out on 16 years of great things that have happened since then, you know, 
And that's what offense causes you to do. Absolutely. That's basically what I'm saying. Yep. Offense causes you, you, not the person that you're offended at. It causes you to miss out on the things that God has planned for you there. Yep. And time is precious, so don't be don't 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 be yeah. absent-minded about this and not, not take it seriously. Okay. Yeah. In addition, Paul advocates treating an offender kindly, Romans 12, 12, 20, and concludes, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good, Romans 12, 21. Instead of taking matters into your own hand, an offended person should leave matters of vengeance to the Lord. Is that what we're talking about right now? Just leaving it all to the Lord. Okay. And to conclude the notes here. Proverbs 19, 8 through 21 continues Solomon's observations about wisdom and foolishness, a king's wrath, household turmoil, and human plans as compared to divine sovereignty. A theme of these proverbs is the danger of ignoring godly wisdom. Don't ignore it. Mm -hmm. While placing too much reliance on one's own ability, we think we can do it. We don't listen to God. We, 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 we all put matters in my own hands. Okay. A wise person is prudent, diligent, and honest. At the same time, wisdom means realizing that not all plans work out. Goodness <laughs> gracious. Not all plans work out. Well, that's not the biggest, kept, and obvious thing in the world. Okay. You know, I, man, I tell you, yeah, not all things work out. You know, this is the, you know, this is the, the, the game of mice and men, you know. We, we think we know what's best for ourselves. A person who lives an ungodly life runs in circles after their own tell. A wise person is prudent, diligent, and honest, but at the same time, wisdom also means realizing that all, not all plans work out. Those who live a planned life, you should know that by now, that sometimes you just have to improvise. And you know, here's the awesome thing about it there is, is that when life doesn't work out the way that it's supposed to work out there, then that gives us the opportunity to go ahead and grow hello it gives us the opportunity to grow it gives us the opportunity to take that situation and say okay well lord what do you want to what do you want to reveal to me about this situation here that's where the wisdom comes in absolutely and that and then you sit and you listen you listen to what god is saying and if God says something to you there about it there, then you now you've got the wisdom. Now you've got to learn how to move on what is being said there. And you have to learn how to move at the right time. Absolutely. You know that I've gone ahead and had to apologize to people there. I have. There's been times. There's been times where God has spoken to me and said, you go and apologize to that person there. And I argued with the Lord. Yeah, I don't want to go. Lord, I, no, Lord, that person did that. No, God said go and apologize and i'm going to say this right here right now god is a personal god god is a person what does that mean that god has a relationship with you his relationship with you is not based upon what other people upon other people there mm -hmm. okay right so god when god deals with the situation he's going to deal with our hearts first there in that situation it is our job to go ahead and leave God to do his work on other people there. Yep. It's our job to say, Father, I'm going to let you go ahead and deal with them. And I'm ready to go ahead and accept the answer. If that person is never dealt with, I'm okay with it. I'm cool with it. If that person is dealt with it, well, praise God. Thank you, Jesus, for working on him. Either way, the greatest work that is done 
is not on the other person that's been a, that did the offense to you. The greatest work that's been done is on you because now we have learned to go ahead and say, I am not going to get offended anymore. I'm not. And I will refuse to be to take offense to what people say, do, or anything like that. Did you know how much more, do you know how much easier life is when you do that? Oh, yeah. It, it takes a weight <laughs> off you. See, this is the whole point of it is we're trying to bring clarity, consciousness to wisdom and patience through the word, through our personal experiences, through the Holy Spirit. This has been a fantastic two hours of nothing but welcoming the Holy Spirit into this broadcast. Wisdom and patience. Wisdom to know the difference. Patience to be able to deal with anything. Let the Lord do what he's going to do. Let him lead you. Let the Holy Spirit do the work. Always say the Holy Spirit is the greatest advocate known to mankind and anything after. He is the biggest force ever to deal with in the galaxies beyond even our own understanding. So, when you have him, wisdom and patience become life bread. They become the water to the soul. And you won't know it unless you have it. So, if you've been baptized through us tonight, if God worked, walked, worked with us and you got baptized in the Holy Spirit, you speak in the tongue, you got that gift, let us know so we can definitely pray for you and continue hold you up in prayer. Anyone who needs prayer through this uh, broadcast, hit us up umolv.com go to the bottom there's a number there's an email you can hit us up let us know we can continue in prayer you want some a prayer request you if you if you don't mind us saying it over the air whatever we're here for you so for a few minutes no flow lead them so we've been talking about offenses here big big issues that people have dealt with there all their lives everybody at some time or another is going to get offended and everybody at some time or another is going to do offending. So it works both ways. Now, here's the thing. Jesus wants to heal all of those offenses there. He wants to heal the, offendi the, the offender. And he wants to heal those that have been offended. As we said earlier there, godly wisdom says that not all plans are going to work out there. So, in life, we're going to deal with things there that are going to go ahead and hurt us there. Now, here's the thing that God wants to do. God wants to have us with such a heart there that when things do happen, you're going to learn how to just say, I have to let it go, and I'm going to let it go, because I enjoy walking in peace in my mind. I enjoy, I enjoy the peace that God has given me inside my spirit and my mind here about things there where I'm not attached to anything anymore. I remembered one time when I was offended by some people and I prayed for them and I, I was praying for them there and I was trying to release forgiveness to them and I couldn't do it because there was still, there was, I, because I didn't have it in my heart and God spoke to me and he said, uh, and, I, and, and I was dealing with this offense and God said to me, he said, you wouldn't have to forgive those people if you were never offended in the first place. Okay? So guess what? In my life, in your life, God wants to get you to the point of where you're never offended so that nobody has to come up. You don't have to walk up to somebody and say, I forgive you. I don't ever have to 
I was, I'm going to tell something right now to Boy Blue and everybody else out there. I will never, ever have to go ahead and say, I forgive you. You know why? Because I was never offended in the first place. Mm. Okay? Very so if you never hear me say, I forgive you to you there, it's because whatever was said were done, and I'm just speaking this in general, okay? It, it didn't offend me. So... I'm not going to carry the offense to where I need to forgive you. And God wants to work that way in our lives there. Now, the thing is, is that in every one of us there, there's heart, there's, there's a heart there that we're dealing with. We're dealing with this thing right here, this ticker here. Now, we're going to deal with it for 80 some odd years, okay? So, when we allow those things to come into our heart, We've got to get rid of those things. We've got to let it go. How do we let it go? We've got to go ahead and just simply go to Jesus and say, Jesus, forgive me. I don't want to have this in my heart. I don't want to have offense in my heart. I release the people that have offended me. First of all, number one, you need to be released. You need to say, Jesus, forgive me. And, re and release me from my offenses. And then you in turn, once you do that, you are able to then go ahead and have a, re have a release there. So, if that's you right now, and you're dealing with these things in your life, I want you to pray with me right now. And I want you to give all of your offense, all of those things that have happened in your life there, all of them, give them to Jesus, and even give the offender to Jesus so that Jesus can work with that, per with that person there and deal with them. So right now, say this with me. Jesus. Jesus. I need you. I need you. Come into my life. Come into my life. As my Lord. As my Lord. And my Savior. And my Savior. Jesus. Jesus. I give you all my hurts. I give you all my hurts. All my pain. All my pain. And all my brokenness. And all my brokenness. And I give it to you now. And I give it to you now. Jesus, Jesus, make me whole again. Make me whole again. I need to be whole. I need to be whole. I receive your wholeness now. I receive your wholeness now. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. And I forgive those that have sinned against me. And I forgive those who sinned against me. Jesus, Jesus, give me a new heart. Give me a new heart. A new mind. A new mind. A new soul. A new soul. In your precious name. In your precious name. We pray, and I receive you now as my Lord and my Savior. I receive you now as my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. I know we got about 30 seconds. I'm going to pray for everybody right now. All right. Father, in the name of Jesus, for every person out there that's listening there to this right now, make them whole. Make them whole, Father. Speak wholeness into their life. I speak wholeness into their life. I declare it into their life in the name of Jesus. They will be made a new person again. We believe and receive that, and we release that now over the airwaves, over the YouTube, and over every other platform that we have now, that the power of God would touch them and rescue them and, re and, and deliver them, hallelujah, and bring them into newness of life. Awesomeness, awesomeness. Thank you guys for tuning in for us, man. House party blowing up like a rocket. Love it. No flow. Shh. Blue, rocking it with the Holy Spirit. Welcome, Holy Spirit, inside. You get a lot of things happening, man. 
Beautiful thing. Okay, man. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for, let, for letting us bump our gums at you for two hours. It's been beautiful. Enough flow. Anything you want to add? Jesus is Lord. And like I say after every show, Pentecost. Because he paid it at all cost. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Much love to you. And remember, next week, guess who it's going to be? The Lokester. Lok Saint lo- jo- joins us next oh, week. Oh, yeah, boy. Get ready to burn the house down. Yeah. Much love to you. We'll see you later. Make you think, why take naps, and things for